It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. Get it sent to you, wrap it, send it yourself. It's up to you. You don't need to be a Trevor and send an Ivation 36-inch LED digital time bar with time only. And please don't. (laughs) Please know. This makes me laugh. We are extremely grateful. I can't. We just laugh at the fact that we screwed it all up. it's, It's amazing. Kyle. Intended use. Okay, this device is used to display the following information. Current time and hour and minute format. Is that it? Did we insinuate (laughs) to have Trevor? No, hold on, hold on. To then buy us the world's biggest clock? Live on tape from APS 3. Whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. The clock debacle. Yeah, that is. Uh still feel bad about that it will be a Mm. nice fun moment to look back on yeah boy i could i'm gonna hate this episode yeah this is this is not gonna sound great we're in a off-site location x doesn't sound good it's maybe a short one a lot of uh a lot of work to do yeah put it this way we've made we've been evicted from our previous a studio of four years. Did you in, consider in grand going, fashion? Did you consider going back to the old corner? It was not offered up as an option. The corner has been repurposed, rezoned. It's no longer podcast. It's now for uh, for family use. So we would have to go to the uh, zoning committee. Mm-hmm. The uh, who apparently met without us. Go meet the town. Yeah, usually it's us holding <laughs> meetings and uh, distributing minutes. Yeah. And this time you and I were uh, officially left in the dark. Mm-hmm. So here we are, a couple of seasoned pros at this. Yeah. Um, some more than, like I've worked in the broadcast field for nearly, yeah. 2022 will be my official 20th year. Working in the broadcast field, talking into a microphone. You have had many stints. Uh, you've been podcasting for 12 years? Yeah. So, Well, yeah, we're coming up on 12 years. Uh, worked, worked in the radio industry for many years. Yeah, yeah. And um, here we are, sounding like a, a couple of schmucks. Yeah, and there's no... Who, we, we, who just put an iPhone down on the table and yeah. talk. We, we problem solved a little bit before that. Is this the solution, Steve? Right we did, here? yeah. I think that this sounds pretty good. Hey, this uh, doesn't sound bad. This, I mean, sure, this almost sounds like <laughs> we separately recorded because there's no way. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going I'm gonna gonna, to yeah. come up for air every couple of minutes like a whale. And that's how we're going to record this thing. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we did 29 episodes in a room... Not like, not exactly like this, but a room with no podcast accommodations, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is our first foray back into that life. Yeah. In 260 some episodes since we had that. Mm -hmm. Boy, do I hate it. I hate everything about it. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Um, the sad thing is, this is the permanent, <laughs> this is the permanent location. Spoiler right. alert! Yeah, we uh, we know how to fix it though. We're doing a test run here in APS 4.0, and uh, well, I won't really call it a test run because test run would make it seem like we made the decision to do it. <laughs> I have our sponsor, our title sponsor, open right now. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Thank you very much for all mm-hmm. the love and donations over the years, Amazon. And I have sound panels pulled up. Okay, because. Do me a favor. We're just pulling the trigger. Just buy them. Buy We're, them right now. <laughs> I think I think we buy like four packs of 12 and we just throw them on the wall and see what works. Is that excessive? I don't know. 
Just it's it's like a rubber room. Yeah. It's like what the movies insinuate mental health institutions yeah. are. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, they're all white, they're all padded, that's it. You know, they're all cuckoo. Woo-hoo. But that's couple, our studio. Couple straight jackets too. Yeah, but that's our studio. Mm-hmm. So we just need to figure out a color. Do we want dark? Do we want light? I kind of like the idea of a light, like a white. A little offset. Yeah. Yeah. Look nice, like pop. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to do something. I mean, very I, fast. We, we we have stuff to hang. We have, mm-hmm. but we were gonna need sound panels anyway, and this just <sighs> reinforces the idea. I gotta check and see if uh, I almost scored a good deal on a on a area rug. Oh. So this this is well this isn't the official <laughs> unveil the uh, no the pomp and circumstance and the um, the big welcoming committee mm-hmm. is not quite here today but it's almost like when you open a new local business Steve yeah and you know they do a ribbon cutting but that's not necessarily on the first day of it being open right a lot of those places have been open for a week or so and mm-hmm. they finally get one of those really highly paid township commissioners to make time in their day and. Oh, and they come out with the big scissors. Yeah, the big fake scissors. And where can we get them? Can we get big scissors? Can we do that? And then we someone's can... got to make them for like who? Yes. Someone's got to make them for the ribbon cuttings. Because I think we do it, and then we just have a net sit on the couch behind us and clap after yeah. we each give some work. She has to take pictures though. Maybe ask a question or two. Large scissors for ribbon cutting. Of course, the title sponsor Amazon Prime going to be all about that. Uh, huh. Well, you know, I say we return them anyway. So buy them, use them, yeah. send them back. There's a pair for 40 and there's a pair for 20 And let me tell you, I, I'm, I think the upgrade for an extra 20 Think it's worth it? I think it's worth it. They just look. Like, look at the size of the hands. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I think, I, and then I think we throw them back you know, in that I, box. I think we, we just, say, look, we get a couple big pieces of cardboard, kind of trace it, cut them out. So fake... Fake big scissors. scissors. Yeah. And then real ribbons. So one of us would have to like rip the ribbon. Yeah. Okay. We, maybe we pre-cut the ribbon, but then put a little tiny piece of tape on there. So even cardboard yeah. lightly brushing against it will break it. So it's like Hulk Hogan's shirts back in the day. Exactly. That yeah. you, they had to pre-cut. Which, Pre-torn. Did you ever... Because every kid at some point, like if you find out, hey, this shirt's bad. Or I know where getting, you're going with this. I, I'm getting yes. rid of it. Yeah. Every kid yeah. tried to rip their shirt. Mm-hmm. Every. Because that's what that was. I mean, hey, that's really cool. Right. And every kid would get to the collar. And, and then they, struggle. And, and, it would, and so you'd just be sitting there wearing a collar mm-hmm. with a piece of, like a cape almost. Yep. Because at that point, you don't know. Hey, they cut the collars off of most of those guys' shirts now. Sure. Or they pre-cut it past the collar so they can rip it. Because you can't have Hulk Hogan looking like an eight-year-old boy on TV not being able to rip through a collar of his shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look like a stooge. Everybody did it. Everybody. Yeah. I'll put it on the poll as well. <laughs> if you were a, Did every eight-year-old boy rip their shirt like Hulk Hogan? If you say no, you're lying. So yeah, here we are in um, what will it's not deemed APS 4.0 quite yet. No. It has the um, is this 3.8 technically until yeah. we can finalize it. Yeah, it's got the it's got the bones, but doesn't quite have the uh, you know the finishing touches just yet. Um, but boy, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of work over the last 24 hours to get this to get this to where it is. Yeah, I got to, a... to get the what will be in here in the future uh, to where it is i got an out of context text (laughs) message last night that included a few curse words (laughs) and some general frustration Uh about concrete countertops in general yeah so i still don't have like a firm answer because i said like how so to your question or to your comment and then I, I think I ghosted you. Yeah, it was later. You, went you dark. Know, you figure you're busy, you're doing something, whatever. And that's fine. I ask here, which is better for both of us anyway. Mm-hmm. What happened? Because I saw it. You showed it to me. Looks like I guess I would anticipate. Now, granted, you and I, you've, you don't have any experience in f- creating your own concrete countertop. No, never done it before. Because I'm thinking, boy, a couple 
bags of quickcrete. Build a box. Dump some concrete in it. Got that frame. You slap it on top of the legs. It's... That is it. That is what you do. You build a wooden box, put some caulk in the corners so that way concrete doesn't leak out of it. And it gives it a nice, uh, nice rounded, rounded edge. edge. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Expectations are very low for that rounded edge, by the way. I got very impatient. <laughs> I like it. So you're going to have like, it, if we ever have anybody in here, it's when you walk around that corner, be hey, careful. It's watch, a little, uh, watch your arm. Yeah, it's like a razor blade. A little sharp over there. <laughs> Might have to bust out a grinder and kind of. Knock that edge off a bit. In here, hopefully. Like, get it on, and then... Well, it's funny you bring that up. Because I... Originally, a friend of mine was going to stop over and help me with it. He ended up uh, not being able to. But the plan was, I'm going to do it up in the garage, so that way any mess is contained outside or in the garage. No big deal. And then at the last minute, I decided, ah, it's only a couple bags of concrete. I'll I'll just mix them up down in the basement. We have, like, the... The, uh, the water line from yeah. like the previous owners had a washer and dryer down here. Ours is upstairs. So I was like, oh, perfect. Ran up, grabbed my, uh, grabbed my hose, plugged it in there, ran the hose down the hallway into the workshop. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is going to be so contained right in here. Put some water in the bucket, dump some concrete in there. I got, I had bought three 50 pound bags of concrete thinking I'll probably use two. Right, but you don't want to get to the point where you have 80% of what you mm. need, and then you're thinking, oh, crap, now I need to go get another bag of concrete while, while that's already setting. Right, and then, yeah. because once you start, you have to finish it. Boy, you should have let me know. I have, I don't know if I mentioned to you this summer, I replaced my mailbox. Mm-hmm. Did that on my own, no big deal. <laughs> but the mail, so of course, it wasn't without incident, because the mailbox that I bought... I went to the store and I knew everything I needed because I had helped my dad replace his or helped him put his in a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago. You know, I need the mailbox. You need the post. You need some concrete. Boom. Yep. I get everything I need. I even get new reflectors, Steve, Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to be grown up and I need to make sure those end of the driveway warriors know what they're looking for when they're out there delivering in the dark. Yeah. Which is quite often. Get your job done on time. You won't have to do it in the dark. And I brought it home and I took everything out of the box. I see this is a fancy newfangled mailbox post that you don't need. It's It doesn't have the pointed end. Mm. It's just a flat end and you're supposed with a hole underneath. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to put that on top of a metal stake that you then put in the... So there's no mm. concrete needed. Yeah. So in hindsight, I probably should have reminded you I have a bag of quickcrete it's not a problem so because uh, post setting concrete. No, yeah no, see for this i needed countertop concrete oh which, uh, so that's different oh it's different yes oh, I, I apologize and by different i mean five times as expensive so it's not like the four dollar bag it's a twenty dollar bag of concrete so i bought three 50 pound bags of concrete figuring because i did the math on the little calculator how much concrete do I need? Dot com or something. Right. Mixed it all up. Or uh, I mixed up the first bag. And it takes a little while to get like to get the right consistency. So I'm adding water, adding concrete, adding water, adding concrete, adding water, adding concrete. Well, at this point, I have nearly a full five gallon bucket, which weighs about one million pounds. And I pick the bucket up, nearly break my back. Yeah. Dump it onto the table. All right, mashing it all around and kind of smoothing it out. I'm like, all right, I think I got. I think the first that first bucket. I think the mix was a little bit thick. Probably the problem, right? So not a problem. Second one, I just added a little bit more water, mixed it up, dumped it in there. Way too soupy. <laughs> I mean, like, way too soupy. I'm like, all right, now. So what I'll do is I'll. Counterbalance. Right? Counterbalance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then dump it right on top of that. Of course, Steve. And kind of mix it all up. Of course. So um, I'm mixing. I'm dumping. I'm smoothing. And trying to shake the form a little bit so you can like get the air bubbles out. And uh, at one point I notice, oh boy, I'm through a bag and a half of concrete already. And I can still see the bottom of the form in certain spots. This is bad. This is real bad. Okay, no problem though. I'll just uh, 
persevere, keep going. Mixing up more, mixing up more. And then at one point I'm using like a drill that has the big mixer on like a big paddle on the bottom to mix this concrete up. Kind of like a, you know, if you're baking a cake and you're using your hand mixer, it's yes. got like the little thing on the bottom of yes. it. And what is the one thing that you never do when you're using one of those mixers? Pull it out while it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Did that concrete everywhere, everywhere. But it's okay because it doesn't set or, you know, it's almost like uh it's not like it's concrete. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, that that's just like, again, like pancake batter or something. Yeah. You just wipe it off later. Wipe it, wipe, wipe yeah. it right off. Go get yeah. a cloth. Yeah. Fast forward about seven hours later. It was great trying to get dried concrete out of my hair last night in the shower. Um, so at one point, like I said, I bought three bags. I am two and three quarters bags in, and there is no chance that that last quarter of a bag is going to finish this form. So I smoothed out the concrete as best as I could, got that first layer in there everywhere. And then I had to go out to buy two more bags of concrete. But the the store that's super close to me yeah. has concrete, but not countertop concrete. Okay. The two stores that are a 15-minute ride from here yeah. both have concrete, not countertop concrete. The store that is 25 minutes away, though, where I bought the initial three bags. That has everything? They have 950 bags of it in stock. So when did you buy those first three bags? Was the same day? Mm, yeah, I bought them earlier in the week. Did you? Okay, because in my mind, you had a moment where you're thinking, I can't go back there. They're going to see me with concrete in my hair. <laughs> going to the concrete section, buying concrete and like, going... My pants are covered yeah. in it. <laughs> we know what that idiot did. <laughs> no. So I went back there, bought two more bags, um, raced back because I had... I had poured the remainder of the concrete that I had in the one bag into the bucket, Mm -hmm. put water in it, mixed it up, but I mixed it way too soupy. Well, I couldn't pour it in the form. So I was like, I guess I just have to leave this bucket of concrete here. Hope it doesn't cure in the next hour and then come back, add more concrete to it. So I did that. Came back. Luckily, it hadn't cured yet. I was able to add more of the mix to it, mix it up. But this job that I thought would take me, um, I thought, start to finish two hours. I worked on it for about six, maybe seven hours yesterday. Sure. Now, again, I used used almost five bags of concrete. Bags of concrete off the shelf weigh 50 pounds each. That's before you add water. Which I hear is light. <laughs> I'm estimating that the table, just the, the concrete slab, weighs 300 to 350 pounds. Oh, for God's sake, Steve. I don't know how we're going to move it. That's the thing. It's not in here. No, it's... I mean, granted, it's only 25 feet away. But it's through two, through three doorways down a hallway, and it's too wide <laughs> to fit through those doors. Yeah, which means we have to carry it upright. Right. I'll say this: there's no way it's you and I. I mean, it's you and I. Right. Plus, plus at least one other. I don't even think that that's possible. I think because, that's a, see the problem is we have to carry it upright. Right. So there's two two spots. Yeah. To carry. That's it. Because the person in the middle they can't. You're really, worthless. Yeah. You're worthless. I, I'm looking at you, middle pall bearers. <laughs> You're worthless. And if you end up in the middle, put that on the pole. In a pall bearer situation, just know the deceased didn't like you. I think yeah, that's if, important. If you're not, if you're not one of the one of the corner anchors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say, are the middle anchors worthless in a pallbearer situation? Put yeah, that on the pole, because please. I almost feel like now that I say that out loud, I feel like I should put that in my will, just so whoever is a pallbearer okay. knows I didn't like them. So You're a, a middle. You're a middle. That's where you belong. So there's a pallbearer hierarchy? You got yeah, oh, no, front so left, no so driver, driver's side. Yes. Obviously, it, that's going to be... Um, like the person most important in your life. 
Mm-hmm. Passenger, all right. Maybe uh, maybe a friend, but not that good of a friend. Right. If you're backseat pallbearers, forget it. I'd rather be backseat than, than middle. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? So, again, I think you're right. I think it's driver's side front, passenger side front, mm-hmm. driver's side rear, yeah, passenger side rear, middle left. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Middle right would be... You think middle right? Oh, no, is- no, no. Mid- middle left... And then middle right, because the driver's always going to protect their, their right, side first. Right. So the, those are the people they value more. If you're a middle right pallbearer, <laughs> I think you turn it down. Now, I, think, I think you write a handwritten note and you say, you know, apologies to Ron. Uh, you know, I know we were friends yeah. since college, but this is a shame I cannot bear. God forbid you're the, the deceased is like seven foot four and there's enough room for four on each side. Is boy, I hate to make this equivalence, but no, you don't. I'm going to do it. I think you're a dirt bag if you have more than six pallbearers. So it's like the um, it's like the, the wedding, wedding party, the wedding party where it's there's the eleven wedding, yes. on each side. It's and I say that because narrow it down. You're dead. Who cares if some feelings are hurt? Right. <laughs> because. You're gone. What are they going to do? Go kick more dirt on top of your grave? Mm-hmm. Huh? Are they going to go uh, rattle your ashes in your canister a little more than normal? <laughs> Be a man. Cut it down to six. And if you have any respect for numbers five and six, you cut it down to four. Because what you're doing to numbers five and six in your pallbearer situation, you're disrespecting them. Yeah. No, look, I'm on board. I'm Just on board. remind them Hey, you were a friend. You weren't we're a top that, four. Not that good. You weren't a top four, yeah. and that's okay. That's All okay. Right. Look, there. Most of us live in the you know probably five to twelve range, right? And that's totally fine. I'd be happy with being someone's fifth best friend, right? Because one, I don't run the responsibility. Yeah. You know, and two, you know that if you have to get up there and put on your glum face and be in number five and number six. You're the you're the laughing stock of the funeral, mm-hmm. and you never want to be the laughing stock no. of the funeral. No, you want to blend in. You just want to be another guy. You don't want to be the guy that walks in in jeans. Oh my god, guy walking into a funeral in jeans is guy walking into a wedding in shorts. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the guy that shows up. You're just wearing your black suit. You're sad. You do the things that you do at a funeral where you say, oh, my condolences. Mm-hmm. He was a great man. My condolences. I, I have so many fond memories. And then psh, out the door, head to right. Denny's. You make your make your presence known. That's the key about a funeral. You don't want to linger. No. But you need that FaceTime because, of it, you know, when the, the family's remembering later mm-hmm. on, like, oh, the, the, the service was, was great, which, by the way, people who say great service about a no. funeral. You're, it's a dead person. You're lying. There's a corpse there. (laughs) Is it safe to say that anytime there's a corpse, it's not a great time? Yeah, and that'll be on the poll as well. Because I think you're dead on. Like, it's not not like uh, a a baptism. That's like when people say, oh, they looked great. No, they didn't. No. Because they had no movement because there was no life in them. They're filled up with fluid that purposely, like, doesn't dissolve and keeps their body, like... No, enough of this right. already. We got to make a, a, a pact right now. Because assu- assuming that this podcast continues for a little while, mm-hmm. chances are one of us will be attending the other one's funeral at some point. Yeah. Which is a weird thought. But right, right. I hope I'm attending your funeral. I do. No offense. None taken. And I would assume nonetheless. I, I mean... I, I have family history. I have personal history where... Yeah, yeah you're the, dead long before me. The indicators give me over under six right. years. But still, we digress. If you end up being at my funeral or I end up being at your funeral, we have to make a pact right now that if somebody comes up to my casket mm-hmm. and then they turn around, look at my family, look at you and say, you know, he looks good. I want you to kick them so hard in the ribs. Yeah. I'm assuming at that point I will have some type of walking assistance mm-hmm. and I'll use that to hit them. Mm. I actually want this audio played at my funeral. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Like, you know how like, sometimes they play like those, uh, you know, uh, a hymn or something. Yeah. 
No. While we're on the topic of funerals, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, good. Because enough with the obituaries. Enough. Yeah. I'm so tired of reading and hearing whether it's news stories or whatever. And granted, this is going to come off crass. But people, if you're passed, if you've passed away and there's a news story about you, odds are it's either tragic or some type of uh, accident, whatever. Mm-hmm. Enough of the friends and people on there going, God, he just brought a light into every room he walked in. Mm, no. I don't want that at my service. Well, I don't, I don't think you have to that... worry about that. I mean, right. that, that will not be in your in your obituary. I want you say... to stand up there. And give a real assessment of what things were. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of times grumpy. So, so it's kind of like a roast, uh, to a degree. Yeah, okay. but 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 not everybody's okay to do that. Only people I'm deeming okay. Like so I, I can want, I can roast yeah, you. Yeah, I, I want someone to give honest assessments of their relationship with me and my yeah. life and what they thought of it, and whether that's Katie uh, or and you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no smoke. I don't want any blowing smoke. <laughs> Tell stories where I made you laugh, whatever, that's fine. But let's not make any mm. false statements about what I brought to the yeah. world, which wasn't much. Kyle was mediocre at best. <laughs> you look out into the crowd, there's like 30% of people going, yeah, they're not wrong. He's right. He's right. And if they start laughing, I'm going to say, no, 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 don't laugh. This is the truth. This is not one of those funny obituary or funny eulogies that goes viral. This is the truth. I'm spitting truth here. <laughs> Should spitting truth be Should the only acceptable, yes. only acceptable yes. uh, eulogy? Because I think that's worth I'm putting just, on the poll. It's what's funny is the these obituaries for the older people who were total jerks to family and friends. Those are the ones that go viral. When those are the ones that should be the norm. You'd think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't, I, I don't remember much of my grandparents, but I hear stories about, yeah, he was kind of a jerk and, you know, he wasn't really, yeah, wasn't really warm or welcoming when we'd come over. I was too young to know that. Yeah. And, but hearing it now, I'm like, oh boy. And then you've interacted with enough people. You're like, yeah, that, that, that's probably the norm more so mm-hmm. than uh, elderly or whoever jumping up with smiles and hugs and warmth yeah. every time and, and really bringing yeah. the light into the room, Steve. Yeah, but... Spit and truth, the only acceptable eulogy. Yeah, definitely. But uh, we got we digress a yeah, bit. Sorry. The, the um, yeah, proper funeral etiquette. Show up. Mm-hmm. You uh, find the, the spouse of the deceased. You do the hug, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry for your loss. You know. I was thinking back, and I remember that time that Kyle and I drove to Van Wert to look at our mm. look at our stupid faces on a billboard. Man, he was always up for an adventure. <laughs> Get a smile out of them, maybe a, <laughs> and then you're out. Yeah. Hit the door. You don't want to be telling jokes. You just want to be there. You want them to remember, and then psh, out the door. Go in. For the hug, you pull back, you hold on to the hand, maybe. Oh, yeah, the and hand, you, yeah. You the tap the top. Yep. You say, he was such, such an average man <laughs> who had very little innumerable flaws <laughs> and brought a sub-average amount to this world. Condolences. Sorry again. There is no afterlife. You'll never see him again. <laughs> and then you're out the door. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. We're not recommending anything. We're just giving people who are attending funerals options. How did we get here? Yeah, that's uh, that is quite a digression. I know we were talking about the countertop and how we're going to carry it in here. <laughs> And that turned into, I, I, I think the more I think about it, I think I'm going to put my Paul Bear situation in my will when I make one. You think? I think right. so. Because okay. now that I think about it, I don't, I mean, if you're going to be middle, left, middle, right, I'm going to leave like a note of apology. Okay. Just so you want advance. like post-it notes on, on each position. Well, I'm going to. I'm Where gonna, I, okay. So hypothetically, not hypothetically, but when you die, mm-hmm. am I in one through six? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're one through six. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got your you got your uh, your, your car mapped out yet? You know, I guess I shouldn't say that because the Paul Bear situation is different. It's not just friends, right? Right. Family. Yeah. My son. Yeah. If we have a second. But I mean, what if you croak when he's like three? Yeah. Oh boy, it's terrifying. You know, what? I still think I put him front left. <laughs> so, hey, Reed, suck it up. <laughs> Carry Dad's dead body. <laughs> Poor kid has no clue what's going on. <laughs> it's like it's like a car on like hydraulics, a, yeah, like a shopping cart without a wheel. <laughs> can I? Oh. Um, can I heckle him? Because he's not carrying his weight? Yeah. I, I, again, I'm okay with making my funeral uh, essentially an amateur stand-up night at the local Yuck Yuck Hut. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. No, no, no. Not at all. Be unique? <laughs> would it be closer to my personality than a priest I've never met? Talking right, yeah. about how ashes to ashes and uh, my dust, which isn't dust because it's my body, sure, yeah. are there is uh, yeah. still dust, and hmm. you know I replenish the earth, which I don't because I'm in a wooden casket sealed inside yeah. another exactly. box. Yeah, I'm with not really like doing any with of that. noxious chemicals in your yeah, body. I'm not doing any of those things. So <laughs> I don't really right. want that. So so I'm in the top six. I it, it, well, you figure. All right, say say you die. Yeah. Say you are. Um, you are dead and in a box. This How old are you? 34. 34. Early 30s. Late, tw- late 20s, early 30s. I'm comfortable early 30s. Okay. 30, so, 35, 35 come March, Steve. That's still early 30s. So you're 34. Mm-hmm. All right. So say you croak at 50, which seems reasonable. Reed will be 18. Yeah, not out of the realm. Reed will be 18. Uh, say second baby. If they, uh, you know, if they arrive in the next yeah, five yeah, years, be twelve or thirteen yeah. at that point. Okay. So they're they're driver seat, passenger seat. Yeah. Uh, where's Robert? Back left. Back left. Okay, that's a good uh, number. Three is good. Yeah. Who's number four? Who's uh, back back driver or back passenger side? Well, that's a really good question. It's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, your buddy, uh, your buddy Chris. I think it's Chris from the UP. I think All Chris right. is back left. If he I'm can make right. it, if he can uh, make the trip. Right. Yeah. If he can fire up one of the chalopies. <laughs> And coax that thing across a bridge and downstate. Chris would be the guy to show up to my funeral in shorts. Oh, God, yes. And if he does, I need you there with, again, some type of walking utensil or weapon. Yeah. To really knock him around. I'm going to have to be the guy. Like, you see in those old comedies when people go out to a fancy restaurant, Mm -hmm. but, like, the one slob... In this situation, Chris right. forgets to wear a jacket and they have to give him like the rental jacket that has, sure. has the big crest on it. I'm going to have to bring a spare pair of pants. Yeah, no question. For Chris. Yeah, he's going to get down here and it's going to be like a pair of light blue denim jeans. He's going to have those tan like boots on. Stained with like oil and yeah. grease and mud, yeah, and the stained with the stains of the UP, yeah, and the the jeans are definitely gonna you're gonna be seeing the back left of his underwear because the pockets <laughs> like ripped to shreds, <laughs> and he's gonna walk in like it's normal, yeah, he's gonna think he's dressing up, yeah, he's you know he's he's gonna be he's gonna be the guy walking in after the ceremony has started, yeah. And the door's going to burst open, so everybody's going to look. And then he's smoothing his hair over, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then gives a little sad wave and shuffles into a back row. Yeah. You know? So he would be back right. Boy, I haven't thought about middle two. Mm. With two kids, that really tightens up the yeah. cur- the group, right? Is that the plan? Like, you guys aren't uh, the, the people who are like, hey, you know, we're going to have probably six or seven. No. No, we're closer to one than than that. <laughs> okay. We're closer to one than two, and we're closer to one than six and seven for sure. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be offended at a middle seat. Boy, I got to tell you, the way it stands right now, Steve, with two kids, you might be OLI. OLI? Outside looking in. Because, oh. listen, here's the deal. Okay. One, I'm not going to be the person with a wedding party of 11. Sure. Ever. I had four. Yeah. 
Okay, four. Yeah. At least with your first wedding. Right. And I can't imagine I'm going to gain more friends <laughs> if I were to get, if I were to, you know, my current wife finally ups and leaves. I can't imagine I'm going to gain a, a bunch of new relationships. Right. Like she was the one holding you back yeah. from being I'm super popular. Super popular. I've got, I've got seven people and I need them there. They're my ride or dies. As soon as you say that, you're in your midlife crisis, yeah. by the way. Yeah, ride or die. Yeah, if you're in your 30s using the term besties and ride or dies, mm-hmm. reevaluate yeah. everything you're doing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Looking at you, everybody on social media. Everybody. And I think, yeah, I think you'd be OLI. Okay. Who's, um, but it's kind of insulting because you don't even know who the middle two people would be, but no, you I, know I, that they're not me. I have names. I have right now two to three ahead of you. Okay. Two to three. Who do you got? It would be my friend Jason. Okay. My friend Nate. Yep. My friend Matt. Yep. Those would be the two to three hmm. where we'd be at. Before we hmm. would, uh, before, but again, this is hmm. 15 years down the road. What are the odds that all of them are still alive? Yeah. They could all be dead too. Right? Yeah. That's true. Long Talking story. Jason and Nate mm-hmm. from Team Remax. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to take them out. And honestly, um, I'd rather be OLI than a middle seat. No, not me. I just, I want to be part of the party. Mm. I want to, I want people that, because if you're OLI, you're looking at the people that are up there, and you're like, yeah. man, they're in the band." But you can't go seven. Like, I think if you go seven, you've just got one person. No, you they can't. Don't you can't be. You can't be any odd number. Right, and they don't have. Most caskets won't have a handle on the back, so you're just holding the yeah. bottom of the casket, and you're not holding any weight. No, you're, no. You, and and so you have to do that weird shuffle walk because your mm-hmm. knees are about to hit the dead body in front yeah. of you. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying. I would. Yeah. I'd rather be. Rather be uh, in a middle seat than outside looking in. Yeah. So if you can fit me in there, I'd I'd appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice. I feel like you're. Let's see. I'll, I'll try and figure out mine. Uh, so you said you had Robert in your driver's seat, right? No, Robert would be back. Left. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Two I'm hypothetical. Sorry. The two the two children. Okay. All right. So my driver's seat. Well, it can't be my daughter. She's a girl. Girls can't be pallbearers. Of course. Yeah. It's not Pauline Bears. Not enough of the, you know, girls can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess... Yeah, boy, you're kind of a... I'm assuming that anyone older than me is already dead, right? I think that's a fair assumption. Okay, so my dad's dead. My brother's yeah, dead. Yes, let's assume... Well, no, no, because then my brother would be... Would not be... Included. Well, this is my situation. This is, sure. this is how I look Good at question. it. Good question. So you're assuming you're, you're going to lady. I'm assuming I'm I'm probably living to a hundred. Okay. I'm going to call You're it gonna right make now. Tri- You're making triple digits. I'm going to call it right now. Um, see, I got a bunch of nephews. I could probably, I man, I could fill the car with just nephews. It right? could be. Uh, so it'd probably be Daniel mm-hmm. front left. Uh, Daniel's driving the car. Mm-hmm. I'm just going in age order. Sure. And it's going to be Joey in the passenger seat, and it's going to be uh, Andrew. In the back driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And then Felipe is going to be back passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Now, this all, obviously, if uh, our second child due in June is a boy, is a boy yeah. everyone's getting bumped down. I got five right there. I got five right there. No, My Mike. brother's dead. Yeah. I'll give you my number six. Hey. You're going to be, but remember though, you're going to be middle passenger side. Yeah, boy, that's rude. It's not a great spot. You're basing your stuff on age as well. So like, you're risking your casket looking like a rocket before launch off or before launch. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's just like angled upward. Right, right. A lot of wind resistance. Like if it's a brisk day, it's a good chance yeah. that casket's going upright. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Like you see those viral videos of the bounce house with the kids in it just flying away. <laughs> That's you. That's your corpse. <laughs> uh, but anyway. 
We digress. Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting this new countertop in here. <laughs> how did we get from countertop to... Again, it was talking about how we're going to carry that in here and how we compared it to a Paul Bear situation. Because, sure, sure, sure. Um, By the way, I think I have an idea on how to carry it. You do? Yeah. With four people. Carry it straight up and down. And we get a, like a toe strap almost to go underneath it, like a sling. Sure. And then one person on each side. So here's a weird situation because my first thought, I mean, I've never met the man, would be to ask your neighbor. Yeah. Oh, he, he's in. He's but in. But here's my concern. Mm-hmm. We can't have your neighbor listening to this podcast. He did ask one time yeah, that's about why I the podcast. He said, uh, how can I listen to that podcast? Yeah. And I just ignored it. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to continue doing. <laughs> he, um, funny situation. Um, I was talking to, to him about a week and a half ago. It was right after we had uh, posted on social media that we're expecting our second child. Now, this is uh, neighbors right across the street. Justin with a Y, Caitlin with an X. Yep. Wonderful people. I mean, some of, like, a person that you'd refer to as, like, a salt-of-the-earth person. You know, just a good person. Every time you talk to them, they're very positive, wonderful family, two beautiful girls that are just super polite. Mm-hmm. And just very, very nice people. Like, you never hear them say a mean thing about anyone. They don't swear at all. And uh, he said, hey, me and uh, me and Kristen were watching the video that you posted announcing on the radio show that you're having a baby. Which, by the way, was the third official announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Third in line. Mm-hmm. If everybody... It's fine. Katie, I gave, yeah, I gave you the... Look, you had the... You had the exclusive on that. You're on darn this, right. On this podcast. We're newsbreakers. Mm-hmm. So... As soon as he said that, I thought, oh boy, because he knows what I do, doesn't know, has never really asked much, yeah. and I am totally cool with that. Never said like, yeah, oh, because- what, what radio station? It was just like, oh, this is what I do. And he's like, oh, that sounds fun. He's of the age that it's almost a little, my assumption, now granted, I don't think it's egotistical of you or anybody to think this. He's in that age group where he would assume... If he's lived here, mm-hmm. he's probably aware yeah. of your side gig, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're fortunate. We do very well in that demographic and a bunch of demographics. But, again, I, I do not care. Luckily, we there are a lot of people that listen, and it's enough for me to have a job. So I'm very grateful. So he said, yeah, we were watching the video of uh, you making the announcement. And I thought, hmm. Okay. You should have told them that was the podcast. And just oh, yeah. We got like that nice of a setup. And- <laughs> right. So he said, yeah, and uh, the girls were sitting on the couch and they were kind of half paying attention, but like playing a game on their iPad or something. And then one of my uh, monkey coworkers exclaimed, hey, it means your balls still work. And I thought, huh. yep, that's that's my job. <laughs> that's what I do for a living. That's what that's what helps me bring home the bacon. That's why I'm big. What did I call myself? Big Papa Benjamin. <laughs> big, big, yeah, I think it was Big Papa Benjamin. Or big, big Benji bacon. That's right. It's all those uh, <laughs> balls work jokes <laughs> that pay the bills. So we, I think so. Maybe so the world, the world's kind of collided there, yeah. and I immediately said. Hey, very similar to what I say to family when they say, hey, I was listening to the show. Yeah. I say to them, don't ever tell me about anything you hear. You don't need to. Yeah. Oh, that's great if you do, but don't ever, like when we're sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, don't, don't ever say, hey, I was listening to the show the other day because I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to yeah. say, oh, yeah, that's nice. I mean, because I actively tell you, and I think I'm doing you a favor, you're welcome, that I don't listen. And right. that I'm not interested. Yeah. And I think the production is poor. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. So I think for now, maybe we bench the neighbor. If we can find two other suitable replacements to help okay. with this thing, just because of that reasoning, we maybe. don't want it to become more of a, boy, you guys got a legitimate studio down yeah. here and where can I find it? And then next thing you know, he's going back and listening to me making mm-hmm. fun of him and his stupid icicle lights that half worked last yeah. year. Well, that's when we tell them, when they say, oh, what's the name of the podcast? We say, oh, hi, my name's Jab Abinrab and I'm the... <laughs> 
You ever heard of cereal? <laughs> yeah, we hired this lady, unknown Sarah Koenig. Yeah, seems pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> or no, 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 not that cereal. Like C E R E A L. <laughs> yeah, the less popular show, but we get a lot of accidental downloads. It really juices the numbers. <laughs> yeah, we just break down a different cereal every episode, yeah. and uh, yeah. we ran out of cereals two years ago. So. <laughs> We're into cereal bars, <laughs> and now we have people send us their poverty cereals. Yeah, like, you should have uh, heard our episode on Nutri-Grain bars. <laughs> we now have to have people send us their local poverty cereals, like King Starman <laughs> in the bag. Doesn't have a box. <laughs> That's an al- like, and it should be an alarm bell, right? Because I, I don't care. Some. Se- there's a lot of those series that probably taste better. But you know you're getting one of those generic offshoots if you don't have a box. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The ones in the bag? Yeah. On the bottom bag shelf? Bag only. Bag mm-hmm. only that are in like dump bins. Like someone came out with a pallet of these and just went mm-hmm. whoosh and threw them all into yeah. their wire bins. Yeah. Or even worse, um, you know how when you go to the grocery store, there's like, might be the bins where you can put a bag under them and get a bunch of almonds or something by the pound. Like if you're buying cereal by yeah, the pound. That's right. Where are we with that? Where like if I want peanuts in a shell at a grocery store, again, I got the silver scooper. Yep. And I scoop them into one of those razor thin, stupid bags that if you touch it with a fingernail, mm-hmm. it's ripped right yeah. down the side. Where are we that with cereal? So you can go make your own, right? You've got rings. You've got like dinosaur shapes. Mm-hmm. You've got stars. And then you've got, like, marshmallows, right? Yeah. So it's like a make-your-own cereal packet. Yeah. You've got the chocolate-based, the, uh-huh. the sugar-based. Oh, did we just, did did we we just, just come up something? with a really good idea? The bulk cereal shop? I think so. I feel like there are cereal restaurants. I'm thinking, though, Like, in those trendy hip places. Oh, like, question. somewhere in Brooklyn, there's probably a, you know, cereal depot or something. Somebody where you can... this morning, on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Is that Sunday morning? Yeah. Definitely in New York City. It is Sunday, December 5th, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle podcast. Definitely paid upwards of $20 for <laughs> brunch cereal. Just two bowls. Two, that's it. And it had like thinly sliced bananas on top. Right, yeah. So not even like, oh. not even good cereal. No, not at all. But I think, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking you, you see like those bins where if you were to go to the grocery store to get pumpkins... And you see those big bins. Uh-huh, yeah, That's big, what I'm thinking The big about. boxes on a yes, pallet. But filled with cereal. Mm-hmm. That's sanitary, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just dive right in. Hey, before we wrap up, I want to take oh, a man. quick trip. Oh. I'm going to ditch some crap to some losers on the Facebook market. I, I, I'm posting. That's right. Yeah, I was trying to give away some crap recently. Let me ask just one leading question before Mm -hmm. I let you get into it. Yeah. By the way, don't look up at the Tron because I'm going to be pulling up. Did this have anything to do with the concrete? No. Okay. Because in my mind, you placed a rush ad (laughs) saying, I've got two buckets of like 50%... (laughs) Who needs set it? concrete? Oh, <laughs> mix it till you get here. Right. Then it's on you. No, but the five-gallon bucket that's in there that has dried concrete all right. in it, it's going right in the garbage can. I think that, could that be a red paper clip? Oh, you think? I think. You want to trade it? The concrete-laden five-gallon bucket. Which it's still again, got water in it, so it's probably them, not completely cured. They sell them for like a dollar. Mm-hmm. I think we treat this as a trade piece. <laughs> And see what we can get. All right. Yeah, if you're interested in a bucket, I'll hold on to it for a couple days. Yeah. A bucket. Gotta of, be local. We're not shipping this thing. No, 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 no. Because I'm keeping the water in it. Um, it's basically got mud in the bottom of it. Concrete, completely cured concrete stuck to the side of it. But listen, if you're willing to put in the work. I'll even meet you somewhere to drop it off. Yeah. But, well, you might have to come with me just to hold the bucket. That's right. <laughs> So it doesn't spill? Because I have a lid, but now that there's dried concrete all around the rim of the bucket, it's not going to like snap into place. Okay. No, so I, if you're in the market I'm happy to do this. for roughly a gallon of water, yeah. a couple pounds of concrete, and what used to be a white bucket, 
you let us know. The main attraction here is the bucket. So you need to find someone who's willing to put in the legwork mm-hmm. to scrape that concrete off and have themselves a shiny new five-gallon white bucket. Yeah. So uh, I've had this, I've had these two things in my basement for four years. Mm-hmm. I've been looking to get rid of. Remember when I was going through my uh, deep-fried turkey phase? Yeah. Like every year for probably five, six years in a row, I deep fried a turkey at Thanksgiving. So you probably had utensils, right? Whether it's... Now, did you have a fryer or did you buy a fryer? Yeah, I, okay. I had a fryer, which is basically a metal five-gallon bucket. Right. And it's got a like a, a burner base yep. that you just hook up to propane. So that I still have that that's over in the... Um, in the basement. Right. And I, I'm not assuming that's not a giveaway item. That's an expensive, uh, expensive it's, item. Not that much. I think it was like 30 bucks or okay. something, 40 bucks maybe. So, but what I did still have was about somewhere between four and five gallons okay. of fryer oil. Because after you use it, you then take the, you let the oil cool. Yeah. You funnel it back into the big jugs that it came in. And you're, you're able to reuse that stuff. So the problem is I only did, I only deep fried a turkey once a year or so. So I used it once. Last time I deep fried a turkey was 2017. I remember I was at a coworker's house. Annette and I had been married for about four days. We went over there for Thanksgiving. I deep fried a turkey and it was great. Funneled all the oil back into the, uh, uh, the, the big drum, the big, uh, big jug. It's been sitting in the basement ever since. And every time I go in that room, I'm like, I just want that gone. Because I'm at this point, I'm not going to use it. It's right. good. It, it would probably be good if I used it within a year, but after four years, not happening. Even though you heat it up to like 450 degrees right. and it probably burns off any of the impurities, I don't want that. My the thing I'm thinking is though, that became hard to find this year, or the maybe not hard to find, but the prices went Did it really? through the roof on this oil. Because of like everything else, having supply chain yeah. issues and everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure fryer oil. Okay. And that that's how it's referred to, right? Yeah. Fryer or peanut oil. Yeah, like this one is specifically Picnic brand, P-I-K-N-I-K, Picnic Turkey Frying Oil. Yeah, this is from Business Insider less than three weeks ago. Uh, cooking oil prices are surging so much that thieves are stealing used oil from dumpsters and selling it for $1,500. So anyway, continue. Someone got a hell of a deal. <laughs> the more I'm thinking about this, you may have had like 80 messages in two minutes. Right. No, I had posted this maybe a month ago. It was definitely pre-Thanksgiving. I posted it for free, Facebook Marketplace. Didn't get one bite. Really? Not one. So I went to the lesser Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. Where the real dirt bags hang out. That really is too. Isn't in that where uh, Rec came from? That's where Rec came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- a nice man. Very nice man. Um, that's, and I posted that's kind it. Of stunning though that you so, had to go to a backup. Yeah. So if you look up at the the Tron, okay, there yep. it is. Free old used fryer oil. Anyone have any use for about four or five gallons of old mm-hmm. used fryer oil? Now, I said probably a few years old, knowing exactly how old it was. You don't want to get specific if you don't have yeah. to. Free. Maybe could be used for biodiesel. Text if you want it. You ever? Are you, I'm assuming you're not familiar with biodiesel. No, I know you can make your own, but I don't know what, there are vehic- people, what a layman would use it for. You can actually, like a diesel vehicle okay. with certain adjustments and different uh, filters and everything will run oh. off of like old fryer oil. So there are people that have vehicles that run off of fryer oil and then they just go around to restaurants and say like, Hey, I'll take your old fryer oil. You mix in a bunch of chemicals. There's a whole, you know, chemistry process that takes place. And then boom, you have gasoline, super cheap diesel fuel. I was pretty proud of this giveaway, despite now knowing that I could have made a lot of money off of it. Right, yeah, again, another uh, quick snippet from the this one from the Hill. Mm-hmm. Fryer oil that cost around $30 per unit a year ago now runs for 60 to $70. That's only double. <laughs> but anyway, continue with the free giveaway. 
So I finally had something that's actually worth money. Yeah, and you chose to. <laughs> gave it away. How is it that I'm able to sell stuff that's worth nothing, yeah. but I can't give away something? That has some value, right? <laughs> this isn't your fault, by the way. I want to I wanna still maintain this does not take... This does not ruin your spot as a Facebook marketplace savant okay, good. in my eyes. I was worried that yeah. I'd possibly get you know, knocked down a peg or right. two. Nope, not in my eyes. I'm going to ditch some crap to some losers on the Facebook market. Ah, ah, I'm posting, looking for a scumbag on the Facebook marketplace. Oh, man. Was the person, everything on the up and up, normal though? <laughs> Don't have any idea because my new method is I'll leave it in the driveway. No need to knock exclamation mark, which basically says, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see you. Right. I don't want to know the person that is, that is a uh, garbage picking four year old yeah. fryer oil. That doesn't need to be just a COVID thing, by the way, that can be a, Oh, forever, a forever thing. We don't, we don't need communication on a giveaway or something like that. Hey folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear Pig. Uh, I will slide this across the that, counter to you. That third one that really brings yeah. me home. I think of two there and it's it's bad. Yeah. But the third one really. Four would just be over the top. Four is obnoxious. Two is poor editing. Mm-hmm. Three. Three is the magic the number. sweet spot. Yeah. Ah, Stevie slid across an envelope. Hey, I recognize that name at the top. Trevor in in Burns or Dixon. Definitely not. Nashville. In Nashville. Trevor of the recently purchased 36-inch Ivation LED digital time bar. In blue. In blue, which had all the way up to three levels of brightness of blue and off. Yeah. Now, I've, I've received a confirmation from Trevor. Uh, he sent me the return authorization for that one. Uh, it was in the mail the next day. And then Trevor said, new one's on the way, which uh, just ridiculously generous of you. Yeah, my goodness. I still can't believe we, we so screwed that up. Yeah. Um, I, I I could believe it actually. The yeah. more I, the, yeah. I said that it's, out loud, and I thought it's the least no, surprising thing ever. Why am I giving us this benefit of the doubt <laughs> that you and I would be? Oh yeah, we're we're clearly on the ball for everything. <laughs> so this is another envelope from my mm-hmm. friend Trevor and Burns slash Dixon, definitely not Nashville. Which I, I think you should change your Twitter handle to, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Oh hey, another check. Look at this. Add it to the collection, Steve. What do we got? How much? That is nine ninety nine this month from Trevor. His bank has to hate him. Huh. So. Nine ninety nine, huh? Oh. Are, are there two checks in there? Oh. You're a little late this month, Trevor. <laughs> you feel like a mob guy. Hey, your envelope's a little late. If the brothers Humphrey still listened, <laughs> I'd sick them on him. We kid, Trevor. That is, again, far too kind. Um, I, I don't mean, know maybe, why you're still doing this. I don't know why I'm, you're not doing a nice round number, too. Yeah. Is this? Are we supposed to like add them all together and it's going to be like the code to some <laughs> hidden treasure? Is this like the rock where at the end you get coordinates to a microfiche film of who killed JFK? <laughs> this is uh, uh, far too kind, though, Trevor. Thank you very much. Hey, before we do get out... I need to very quickly mention, I posted on social media, everybody who's participating in the 6th Annual Stephen Kyle Podcast with Cloak and Dagger Non-Denominational Winter Solstice Gift Exchange, check your messages, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check them that you should have the name of your recipient along with just a general form message of how to go about what we're doing. Yes. Those should be there. You're listening to this today. It's the week of uh, December 5th. Please just try to get them out no later than like December 18. Yeah. Uh, if they can get these items before Christmas, we're a little, we're a few days behind where we normally are, Steve and I. So, um, again, just try to get them out as soon as you can. This is a fun thing we're doing. It's not like we're going to be cracking a whip on you. But if you end up running into any circumstances, you can't afford a gift, 
you just don't have the time or the money or the wherewithal to do this, mm-hmm. that's totally okay. Yeah, just let us know. Let we'll us know, and we will figure out a way to get a gift to your recipient. Do not feel obligated at this point. Um, we will take care of it. So again, check your DMs, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you message us initially, you will have the name of your recipient for the gift exchange. Uh, apologies for the audio quality of this week's episode. It may be like this forever. This is the studio we have built. Horrifying to think about. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you next week. See you.